0: Hello.
1: to share your heritage or traditions.
0: If you love any of these things, you can go beyond listening and join our weekly podcast group. Simply email pbaafc at gmail.com and put your name in the subject line. Powered by Age is sponsored by the Government of Canada, New Horizons Grant, the 411 Senior Center Society, and G&F Financial Group. Good afternoon, good afternoon. This is Powered by Age. Welcome to Canada's longest-running senior-led podcast. We are today going to be talking, continuing with an activity we started last week, which is creating a tribute poem. But today's tribute poem is going to be on writing your heart, more love and cheer. Anybody use any cheer right now? (laughs) Uh, And we're going to hear uh, some people who wrote the poems last week, wrote a tribute poem last week. We're going to hear them share it. And then today we have a special guest that Delsa is going to introduce who's going I to be doing you. activities with us today, but he's going to be a featured presenter next week. So we have a lot of exciting things happening. So I don't know if I introduce myself. I'm Charlotte Farrell, the host, and I am happy to and respectfully uh, say that we are broadcasting, we're doing a podcast on the unceded territories of the Squamish, Sailor Tooth, and Musqueam people. Uh, others of you from different places might have other land rights or other nations that you represent. And you can feel free, if you want to, as you introduce yourself to say that. So what we usually do right at the beginning is we have people uh, introduce themselves. And today, when you introduce yourself, I want you to say, what does cheer? What does cheer mean to you? So we'll start with Nancy. Oh,
1: hello. My name is Nancy Sinclair, and I'm a podcast mentor with Powered by Age, and live in beautiful, on beautiful Vancouver Island in the And cheer! Oh, it just makes me feel lively and silly and fun and adventurous. Just as you asked the question, the sun came out, so that brings me great cheer.
2: (laughs) Uh, We're going to save Peter,
0: Uh, Leslie.
2: Yes, I'm Leslie Hebert from New Westminster, and when I think about cheer, um, I think of sort of warm hearts and getting together with family and good friends, and I sort of thought about Christmas and wassail bowls and hot mulled wine. I don't know. Anyway, that's me. I
3: forgot to cheer. Uh, Chris. I'm uh, Chris Morrissey, and I live in East Van. And when I think of cheer, it's somewhat along the same lines as as Leslie. There, I th- I think of being with a group of people. And in Spanish, we say "salud" um, to your health. Uh, and so I know in English, oftentimes it's it's cheer. So for me, it's gathering with a group of people to spend some fun time together.
0: Yes, last year at Christmas time, even though it was a holiday, we had a cheerful get-together for our podcast.
4: Uh, Aparna? Hi, this is Aparna Tauri from uh, Mississauga, Ontario. Uh, It's kind of chilly here. I know you guys are wonderfully warm in BC, Vancouver. (laughs) But uh, no complaints there. So cheer for me is... um, Encouragement, enthusiasm, uh, happy, uh, and like Leslie and uh, Chris said, uh, um, lots of friends, fun. That's, that's for me. Mm-hmm. Okay.
5: Uh, well, Rosario. Hi. Hello. hello. I'm so excited. This is my first time to join. Cheer is actually like, uh, it's really a very joyful word for me. Okay. That's it. It's simple as that. Yes. So joyful. Yeah, Uh, simple as that. Delsa.
6: Oh, my God. Yes, I said it right. (laughs) Yes, Delsa. Yeah, yeah. So (laughs) far lately, this is my favorite day of the week because of this program. Mm -hmm. You have no idea what uh, you have done for me and uh, for the uh, two ladies that I brought into this program. And today I am asked to look. (laughs) <laughs> oh, my God, <laughs> to introduce Peter, my friend, and I'm nervous. Every week, I'm nervous because there's always something going on different for me every week. But I like it because it's a totally new learning experience for me. And uh, I, could, uh, I couldn't I could say enough how this group is so talented, and I'm so glad. Thank you to Ramona for uh, being instrumental, for bringing me, bringing me to this program along with its two ladies, and now we are Peter J.
7: Hello?
0: Okay, and you're going to introduce Peter? Oh, my God. What do I say
6: about Peter, my friend? Oh, Peter, help me. (laughs) Peter has been um, a good friend for over 30 years. His sons are my only sons' uh, childhood friends. They used to live down the street, but they moved a palace down, <laughs> not far from where we live. I told Peter about this. Because of Peter, my son started to love books. Teacher, uh, Peter and uh, his wife are both teachers, and they're into books, 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 books. And, you know, I, I wasn't into books. In the, in the country where I came from, books are, are hard to, uh, to come by. You know, I don't remember having libraries, right? So um, I don't even know that Peter's gone too far, as far as his poetry and his writings are concerned. Until I thought about someone whom I could invite to this group, because I know Neil, Neil should be here, right, Neil Ryan. And I said, Oh gosh, I don't know anybody who is a published author, published poet, and published writer of all genre of uh, 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 writing uh, uh, st- stories, right? And then it dawned on me, yeah, Peter Jaylal And I started Googling him. Peter, I am so shocked of what you have done since I have met you. And I think the last time I met you was uh, at the nursing home where my husband was, like last November on his birthday, if I remember. So without further ado, I'd like to introduce my best friend, Peter Jaylal
8: Okay. Peter? (laughs) Well, we're talking about cheer. Mm -hmm. That's what poetry does to our souls. Poetry cheers us up. Makes us happy. It's music for the soul, poetry is. And I'm very pleased to be in a very... um, in good company with people like you who love poetry because you know what poetry can do in terms of changing lives and even changing the world. We are in competition with politicians and priests all the time, but we touch the soul. We don't want converts. We just want a better world.
0: Wow, well said. Thank you. Um, so Peter's going to be taking part in our activities with us today, but next week we're going to be featuring him in some of his writings. He's published numerous books, received honors. He is uh, a champion of human rights and of just uh, social issues. And we've talked about within this group, uh, Powered by Age, it's our 75th episode. Yay. 75 episodes since the shutdown. And when we say senior led, it's different from a lot of podcasts where somebody comes on and they tell you about how to do your hair, how to make flowers. We've had generated initially 20 different issues that people wanted to talk about. And we've covered all those 20, but we keep opening opportunities for other things in other directions. People want to have. this podcast has talked about housing, we've talked about the digital divide, we've talked about healthcare disparity. Uh, we have had uh people like uh Leslie has shared from her memoirs. Uh Chris has told us about uh right. she Chris is a an, 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 an Order of Canada awardee for work that she's done on rights for, for uh in the LGBTQ community, rights on same self, same sex spouses with the with respect to their finances. She's done a lot of landmark work, and she works with refugees. Uh, so uh, we've de- delved into a lot of issues, and as we've gotten to seventy five, we've covered twenty. So we're still open to everyone for ideas and issues. And then we've talked about the social. Uh, the, the social power of poets that many things that people do before they give a political speech, before they start a campaign, they cite a poem. So it's very appropriate for us to hear from you next week, ways that you've used poetry for social causes or to move humanity a little bit along the way to making a better world that works for all. So before we go to today's uh, topic for poetry writing, which is Write Your Heart More, Cheer and Love. Uh, A couple of the people who wrote poems last week, uh, Nancy is here, and she's going to share ours. We read five poems last week, October 1st, last Friday, actually, October 1st, was International Day of Older Pearsons. And I had a part of the program where I presented some of the poems that people wrote, tribute poems people wrote. So Nancy's was one of them, so um, I'll ask her to share it because people sent the email me poems that they finished after our our finish. So take Mm -hmm. it away, Nancy, with your poem. (laughs) Thank you. Where does the time go? Do
1: you remember being a kid, wishing and dreaming about growing up and getting older one day? Oh, the excitement and anticipation of what would come. Freedom, independence, making our own choices. No one telling us what to do or when to do it. Eight years of age and we wanted to be 15. Sweet 16, a passage of age and we could hardly wait to turn 18. Old enough to get our driver's license and soon on the road to moving out on our own. I remember thinking that my parents were always 45 years of age. They never seemed to age in my mind. I just always thought they were 45 years old. I remember thinking that they were old at age 45. Somehow I never equated my grandparents being old. They were just our grandparents. Slow in their movements, loving in their embrace, joy in their laughter. There was safety being in their home. It just felt good. My grandmother bedridden, although I never knew why, no one ever explained, and I never asked why. It seemed impolite. Respect and appreciation is what we were taught. Compassion and empathy were values I learned at a very early age. Recognizing a person's dignity. 700 million people over the age of 65. And the reality is that we're aging from the moment we're born. I'm rounding the corner to 60 this year, and I don't consider myself old. And yet it plants seeds for thought. My dreams, my desires, my intent is to live to be 110 with ease and grace and strong, vibrant, and optimum, vivacious health. I've always known I would live to be at least 100 years old. I can feel it in my bones, and I sense it in my spirit. I trust it in my knowing. I recognize and honor older person's day. With my eyes, I see individuals walking down the street. And this is what I see. O for osculating, swinging back and forth, movement. L, life-affirming attitude. D, devoted to their family and their life. E, earnest in their ways and means. And R, respect for life's journey. P, for perfection of their mind and body. E, endearing to others. R, responsible citizens. N, for nuance. That's something special about them. S, for seasoned at life. And D, dedicated to living. A, affectionate to others. Y, youthful in their spirit. Older person's day. We're all going to celebrate it one day.
0: Mm. Nice. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Charlotte. I love that 100 to 110. That's a nice number to aim for. <laughs> <laughs> uh, did anyone else have a quick comment you might like to make to Nancy?
7: I, I, it is
8: very personal and your voice came out here very clearly. And is very conversational at the same time. Yeah, and deep experience. That's
5: yeah, that's very true.
3: Yeah, pers- personal and yet and yet universal, because I think that whole notion of growing up and always wanting to be older, and then <laughs> getting to be older and wanting to be
8: younger. <laughs> I was stuck I in innocence. I think that's a sense of, of not really comprehending. that's right what it is to to get old
0: (laughs) it's like hurry up and wait
3: (laughs) no now we now we don't want to hurry up now
0: we want to go slower oh (laughs) put the brakes on
3: (laughs) i think i think that's what you know is sort of the universality of 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 being human and 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 growing up and growing old so thanks.
4: Mm-hmm. Thanks. And also I would like to also um, add because there's something which uh, was so familiar even with me as you read. Uh, because um, I never visualized, um, like now I think about it. Oh, when that happened, my mom was, or my dad was, or my mom was 50. Oh my God, didn't look like 50, you know, that kind of thing. But now when I'm 50 plus, I know, oh, so maybe how did she walk six hours? How did she do that at 50, you know, that's how you realize. And this is the time you realize. Yes. (laughs) Thank you. Yeah. (laughs)
0: Thank you. Delta, did you want to share your poem? No,
5: I read last time, right? Okay, I have. Hi, Charlotte. I have one. Okay. Oh, great. Well, you know, this is a, this is a, a true, a true. She was my neighbor before, when I was a little bit younger, and then I entitled it the being next door. Just 200 steps across where I leave, brittle hands open the mailbox with no message to retrieve. The saddest face, wish never had seen, slowly eating my heart into a cloud of despair. I felt her deep sigh a sigh of loneliness swallowed her tiny body of disappointment. Painted across the aging face, big glassy eyes, a pearl of tears, started rolling like the weather drain of big and small. Losing hope for tears, believing, thinking of something in store for her. Even a borrowed life from someone who would share the time to stop to look, to touch, the brittle skin of thy hands opened the rusty mailbox for the last time, dragging her tiny body in despair, still clinging for hope, anticipating, but no message to retrieve, a so deep sigh painted across the aged face, a forgotten lonely soul, someone's going to nowhere. This is about the aging. And when I wrote this, you know, I just remembered that I remember this lady because now I will be turning 69. And uh, there is some sort of a relevance in regard to that. And I'm really very happy that I was able to, to talk to my niece today. That's why I decided to, cho- to join the podcast and would like to share this uh, poem. Because I, I think I was thirty-five when I wrote this poem, mm. and uh, you know, there is a relevance, and especially with the aging, you know, years and aging of the seniors and everything like that, you know. And you were thinking that, am I going to reach that age? I
6: think it's a pile of oh.
5: There is oh, a pile thank around. Thank you, Rosario. <laughs> oh, thank you, Charlotte. <laughs>
2: Yeah, thank you, Rosario. That brought a tear to my eye. That was really
0: moving. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Thank you so much. You gave us such a picture. I was picturing her standing in the doorway. It was such a so much detail in feeling yeah. her face and yeah. feeling the, the the feeling both what you were feeling about her, but also being able to feel this woman. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Because, it is a yeah. Okay, so now I'm going to screen share. Our... Oh,
4: actually, I had one as well. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. Oh, oh all right. This, yeah, it was continuation of uh, last time, you know. Uh, so after the podcast, I thought, okay, let me uh, put a tribute um, to my mom. And this so, is a parna. This is a parna, yes. Okay.
5: <laughs> Charlotte, I have to go because there is a fire par- alarm going on here.
4: All right, good luck. All right, I hope everything is okay there. <laughs> okay, so this is a tribute to my mom. Every year on September 14th, on your birthday, I remember you, your last few years. Your petite five-foot frame, now frail, and your face, which glowed forever, now looked drawn oh, let's and it, tired of the endless pills you had to take for your daily battle against your aches and pains. It makes me realize my lost opportunities to interact more with you and to ask, how could I be of help? What can I do to make it go away? I remember at times seeing you lying on the sofa bed, suffering from RA pain or severe migraine. And yet, why didn't I inquire more and ask, how can I help? What can I do to make it go away? Like you, a quiet person myself, words never poured easily. School, friends, and career took priority, and then it never occurred to me to pause and think or to emphasize more. I remember your occasional motherly advice and all your safety warnings, and then my dismissive responses to them, which have come back to me through my own son. Now I know how you must have felt, and yet you still continue to care. Five long years, sorry, five years long have gone since August 2016, but yet you are still present. Everyone sees you in me. They say I inherited all your features and now I even have inherited your aches and pains. Hmm. Only proves that I have now become you. What a life lesson teaches, important but a little late. I will always feel blessed to have had you as my mother, an amazing cook, well-dressed, beautiful and hardworking. No one else could have outdone you or taken your place. I'm sure when we meet now, we will spend more time together and share many more happy moments. And then I can seek your forgiveness. We will create new chapter in eternity filled with joy and love. Till then, we will hang on to good old memories. Till then, my dear mother, rest in peace. Beautiful. Thank you.
0: What an honor. So beautiful. Thank you.
2: Yeah, I have a poem that I wrote also after last session that I didn't finish during the session.
0: Okay, that's great. Last session was from writing a tribute poem, a poem that elevates, celebrates, um, Mm. (laughs) memorializes um, a person or an event. So Leslie is going to share hers.
2: (laughs) Yeah, this is uh, quite short. I've simply called it tribute and it's an acrostic. So Uh, Yeah, tribute, and it's acrostic. Uh, T, thank you for your love and joy. R, remember where you began, proud of the road you've traveled. I, in your brave journey. B, becoming, enduring, growing. U, unique as a ripple on the water, as a dewdrop in the fabric of time. T, thank you for your voice of warm encouragement. E, ever
0: accepting, ever wise. Wonderful. We were working last week with a model of you could take each letter of your name or each letter of a person's name down the left of a page and then find a quality uh, or that you, re- reflecting that word and then use those qualities to work it into a poem. So that was very beautifully done. Uh, Okay, so now I'm going to screen share. uh, Hopefully it's there. It should be there. Yes. So the activities are below. They're an excerpt from my book, Heart Bomb, Just for You. And Each chapter of that book was a stanza of a poem. So the stanza was for you with cheer, for your feelings to be held dear. And so the question is for you, how are you doing? Are you ready to amplify the cheer and the greetings and other communications that you give and receive? Are you ready to do a search and replace edit on instances of shadowed, shallow or subdued communications? Are you ready to be internally cheerful about the messages you give out without any expectations or conditions attached. However, before being able to express cheer, many people have to first explore their feelings. So in the activities below, I'm asking you to spend a few minutes reflecting on ways that you feel about yourself, then about a specific person. Um, You have the comfortable space of your private living space and, we don't have any distracting personal activities, but um, I think Nancy has some music for us. And so with the paper, the first thing you're going to do is just write 10 adjectives or adverbs that you might use in writing a poem to express or elicit cheer. Mm-hmm. So. what did you what did you say nancy
1: i just wanted if you're ready for some music
0: oh yes yes okay so 10 adjectives or adverbs that you might use if you in writing a poem that you're gonna where you're gonna express cheer or elicit cheer
7: (coughs) I'm going to go ahead and put this on the table.
0: Here's some of your adjectives. We can share here. Stop share. So we'll just go on a bit of a round, Robin, with each person just sharing one of the adjectives you had. And we might make two rounds since everybody did ten, but some may not be the same. So, Nancy, tell us one of your adjectives. Enthusiastic. Peter.
8: Um, contagious. Leslie.
0: Companionable. Chris. Oh, unmute.
3: Un-
0: Funny. Okay. Aparna. Joyful. Adelsa. Jovial. Okay, back to Nancy.
1: Playfulness.
0: Peter. Uh, Leslie. Courative. Uh, Chris. Warm. Aparna. Uh, Lively. And Elsa. Hilarious. Ah, nice. Okay, so now the next thing we're going to do, now everybody has got a collection of some uh, adverbs or adjectives. Got to get back to my page.
7: Okay, here it is.
0: Okay, so now without talking to anyone else, you're going to uh, involve your adjectives or adverbs in writing 10 phrases that express how you feel about the concept of cheerfulness. concept of cheerfulness expecting expressing condolence or lightening up mm-hmm. We'll take another minute and then we'll share some of our phrases. What was the name of that writing music? Dance of
1: Life, relaxing fantasy music for relaxation and meditation.
0: Oh, maybe you can put it in the chat in case anyone wants to look it up. Okay. Dance of Life? Yes. That sounds like a phrase in itself. Yeah. (laughs) My phrase is a smile. Can save a life. Oh, nice! I'll take down our stop share for a minute.
1: Problem well, for me is it almost put me into meditation. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, uh, do you want to start sharing a phrase, Nancy? I put the sun's
1: always out. Uh,
0: okay, Peter. Upliftment with love. Uh ah
2: Leslie? Happiness is a warm puppy. I kind of... Uh
0: remember that saying by shorts from years ago. Uh, I can use a warm puppy. I have a cat that doesn't like to be held. Uh, Chris? (laughs) Um,
3: Mine are more sentence-like. Funny people like my My mood
0: all
4: right uh aparnia feeling like a butterfly again hmm free
0: uh delsa human touch is healing okay let's see we can maybe go around for one more round we'll start with you delsa and work backwards
6: oh this is sad uh, no,
0: let me think some more. Okay. <laughs> I had something related to sun. Uh, lift your eyes and see the sunbeams peeking through the cracks.
4: Yeah. Uh, Aparna? The best is yet to come. Aha. Uh-huh. Nice. Uh Chris. Uh-huh. Enthusiasm
3: is contagious. Yes.
0: Uh, Leslie.
2: Celebrate lightness. And I was thinking of light in two senses here, the sense of not being burdened and also the sense of light shining.
0: Yes. And, and from your window, there's a, there's a nice beam of light coming across
8: your face.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> uh, Peter. <clears throat>
8: walking in another person's message. okay um uh, nancy
0: Light up, shine up mm. okay so everybody's got lots of phrases to work with we'll go back to our magic share screen and Okay, so now we're moving to a paragraph. And um, you're going to write a paragraph or a stanza of a poem that incorporates either some of the words or phrases from the activities that we did above. So whichever works better for you, whether you're writing a paragraph or you just write stanzas that incorporates some of the words or phrases from that activity. So now we are going to hear a few stanzas. Uh, who wants to be first?
8: This is like school.
4: <laughs> you didn't know what you are getting yourself into. <laughs>
8: yeah, it compels you to write on demand.
4: <laughs> but here there are no yeah. the backbenchers.
8: <laughs> when, when I'm cheerful, I like to share, share feelings of light and life. Making others beam. Catching my mood. That's when I'm cheerful.
0: <laughs> mm,
8: nice.
0: Mm. Nice. Nice. I like that. Okay, Aparna, you know, in an action, the person that moves bought it. So you were moving. So you're next.
4: uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, oh, Oh, the joy of meeting girlfriends fills my heart with so much excitement. The feeling of being heard, understood, no pretense. Cheers to this estrogenic commitment.
0: Wow, wonderful. (laughs)
4: Uh,
0: uh, Leslie, you're
2: moving your head. (laughs) Okay. Um, Yeah, happiness is a warm puppy the warmth of companionship, embrace a cold nose on your cheek as you encircle me in a loving, supportive embrace. I will always feel merry and relaxed with you and celebrate the lightness I feel.
0: Mm -hmm. Nice. Nice. Oh, I can imagine that puppy feeling so happy with that. (laughs) Uh, Chris? Uh, In your absence
3: you are so present your warm openness always so real you were fierce and courageous in moments of crisis wonderful uh delsa
6: oh gosh if you want to heal your heartaches sh- start healing
0: your thoughts mm. oh wow, that's profound yeah oh uh, nancy I'm going to pass.
1: I was focusing on changing up the music. <laughs> <laughs> I felt <don't> like
0: that. <laughs> okay, we're going to go to the next part of this. And so you would continue on like beyond. That, like just like many people, after our session last week, continued on where you. Uh, oh, sorry. Did I leave someone out? No. Okay. So exploring how 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 did it make you feel doing those four things? How did it make you feel? Anyone? Mm-hmm.
4: The four things you mean, the, the four exercises, right? Yes. Okay. So I can start. Um, well, I like the structure because uh, the, the questions, the activities helped me um, build to build on. So it gave me the basis, like start with words and then phrases or sentences and then stanzas. So for me, they are building blocks um because i don't write i don't i don't know how to write a poem but this tremendously helped me so i like the process okay
0: fish you moved you're at the auction <laughs> you rubbed your forehead so how did it make you feel
3: well interestingly enough i uh, very similar to what uh aparna just said um uh, Poetry. I've always, I've always been. While I enjoy other people po- reading po- reading poetry, it's not something that I've really ever been drawn to personally. Um, so I found the exercise somewhat challenging. Mm. Um, and and having said that, though it was easier with with the process that you that you shared with us.
0: Oh, great. Leslie?
2: Yeah, it was fun. Um, I've never actually approached a poem like this before. Usually uh, poems kind of come to me through the muse. Um, I've never actually worked at a poem. So yeah, this was an interesting exercise for me.
0: Okay, Uh, Nancy?
1: Oh, I'm with Chris. It really stretches me because I've, I've never been drawn to poetry. I remember high school, it was stressful. <laughs> <laughs> I, just, I love to write, but poetry has not been my thing. So yeah. you have stretched me, Charlotte. You have stretched me so much, even in the even yeah. last month. It's just like write a me, I said, like, I can't. No, oh, yes, you can, and you will. <laughs> and,
0: and you wrote a two-page poem. <laughs> yeah,
6: yeah. I, I, I had the same problem with Nancy. Like you know, I don't even write anything. Period. But uh, like as you know, I wrote my first poem last week. I was so proud of myself that you can you can just pen down very little words and evoke so much emotions. Mm. Like, you can write uh, like a five hundred word story and you read it. Oh, what does it mean? But a poetry with very little words that you try to connect with one another. It, it 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 tells a lot. It tells a lot, yeah, yeah. And it's it, it it's emotional. It's yeah. I love it. I would start writing more poetry.
1: Yeah. Some people
0: are so natural at it. It it's just such a gift. But you know, yeah. I hated high school poetry because oh. they stuck with the form. And even now, to have to be thinking about.
3: iambic uh, Iambic
0: pentameter i (laughs) I did not i didn't do well that way but now i mean i've written over 200 poems but i'm and some of them i'll intentionally work on a form and i'll break the form but if i'd had to do iambic pentameter or haikus leslie has great gifts with haikus i my brain freezes at the thought so <laughs> I, I like working around prompts and emotions but um so this part uh let's see we will be continuing on and that is um press further where you'll condi- you'll continue with additional paragraphs or stanzas until you have a complete product it could be a letter an essay or a poem, and it's not necessary to give it to anyone. But surprisingly, I've done this workshop a few times, I did it with the radio station, I've done it with churches, I've done it on a cruise. People have developed something that they gave someone. Someone had their frame, someone else... Um, made it up into a program, someone sent it as a letter. So it's so it's, it, you are surprised at the authenticity of your own work. The other reason that I particularly have been doing this workshop uh, this year is that you see so many times Facebook and other places. Someone mentioned someone having made their transition or having had something happen, and people send all my condolences. And I'm trying to picture: is all my condolences? What? Is, what are all my condolences? Is it something in a some box? Is it? Can you get it at the store? So I thought, you know, we have to work towards something else. Surely there's something else we could say besides all my condolences. And people. In previous ones have in just playing with all the different ways that you can express cheer, lightening up, encouragement, have written so many different things. So that will be what you will do. Um, not homework, Peter. <laughs> it's your fun <laughs> and stretching activity. Uh, uh, continue with additional paragraphs or stanzas until you have a product you, you like um Someone even wrote a a, a joke, but it's the idea that it gives cheer and lightens up. And then for yourself, uh, doing it weekly, especially when you're uh, attempting to create a shift in the way that you think about or express hope and cheer, the more you do it as an exercise for yourself, the easier it becomes to not be fishing around some people don't like to call people when something happens because they just don't know what to say but as you do this exercise for yourself it puts more things already at your tongue at your heart to put out into the universe and express to someone at a trying point <coughs> a going point or a, you know an ending point
8: i have a question charlotte yes why do you do this huh why do you do this this is important work what? Well,
0: because actually, poetry healed me. I was working in the Toronto Department of Public Health. I was in an accident. I had a head injury. All of my life was on writing stuff, lots of stuff every week, and words ran around the page. The first words that harnessed themselves to me was, my life must be fun. And then I started writing uh, ditties, five-line things, which were rants rants but over working with poems and you know poems really and working with people who did poetry I found it was ways to cheer not only myself up but cheer up other people so it's really as a way of just making the world a lighter place but also showing people it doesn't have to be we know sages but you can be (laughs) that everyone can write a poem so I've written poems with seven-year-olds 70-year-olds and Soon it will be 107-year-olds if I envision <laughs> Nancy's picture. But, yes, it's it's just to help make the world a friendlier, happier place and to show people that they have that ability to mm-hmm. use words that make them feel good as well as other people.
8: Good. Like that. Um, if you permit me, I feel very, to make a few words, uh, say a few things, I feel very energized to be among your people. I mean your this group of people is because of um the your experience and when you what you bring to this forum. I have a poem that I like to share, a short poem if you let me. Yes. When I think about you. <clears throat> this pandemic has had a tremendous effect on me as an older person. And I kind of got some courage writing this poem. It's called The Old Fight. This is no country for old men, wrote poet WBH. He should have added women too. COVID doesn't discriminate. Seniors and the young continue to die daily in hospitals and long-term homes. This vicious virus continues to cut us us down one by one. Our seniors fought all their lives in factories and farms, schools and stores, fighting fire and crime. Some went overseas fighting for democracy and a more peaceful world. Today, they need all our tender care, yet some health care workers are walking away fearing for their lives but can we blame them we all want to run away from this dreadful plague but we must find courage to soldier on and fight for life young and old and that's
0: yeah i love
2: that yeah Thank you. what was the title again peter the, the
8: title? Old
0: fight.
8: sorry the title is the old fight Old, old, okay, thank you. Because I felt dumb, I felt as if I can, you know, be taken to the hospital and have one of those tubes push in my throat. Mm -hmm. So I had to bleed on paper to get it out. So I said the old fight, I have to fight back. So poetry does that to me too, it gives me courage to soldier on, to move on. Mm Sorry to be so over dramatic.
0: Oh no, dramatic is is warranted. It's just that we're living.